There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we are in hour two with Lori and Julie here on this Thursday, one day before we celebrate 20 years and one week of them being on the air. What an amazing accomplishment, you guys, and I got to say congratulations to that. But we've also got to do something for our listeners, right, guys? Yes. We are giving away tickets to Emma, which is going to, it's a Jane Austen play at the gut, at the Guthrie. People are so excited. We've been waiting for this for a couple years. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, this is for opening night, June 24th. Mm-hmm. The tickets will be at Will Call. We're going to do something different different today and mix it up. Seventh be color. the seventh caller. Yes. 651-641-1071. And Grant will get your information. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. And... You're a winner. Yeah. Okay, so one of the phrases that has been a mainstay on our show, I can't remember what year we learned about it. I know one year we had a State Fair t-shirt, but never complain, never explain. Right. We knew it. We knew that it was Queen Elizabeth. Yes. Um, that it was the, her motto. And, and it was also Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. A lot of Hollywood, lot of Hollywood publicists right. you would say never complain, never explain. Right. But it has been... Um, you know, you'll actually have, we go to England anytime in the last 70 years, and I swear you could find a never complain, yes. never explain tea towel or something. With keep calm and carry on. And carry on the other one. So, um, so there's this uh, new book out called Crown and Scepter, A New History of the British Monarchy. And um, who wrote it? Uh, this guy or gal named Tracy Borman. And uh, there's a story in People magazine. And it's a woman. She said, according to Proverbs, the Bible, quote, the heart of kings. Wait a minute. Yeah. I just, you had to tell me that. Just saying, Uh you know, for everybody. The heart of kings is unknowable. This is particularly true of Elizabeth II, who throughout her long reign has played her cards very close to the vest. Right. And Tracy went on to say that, um... It is no uh, it is no small irony in the age of mass communications we have fewer of the queen's personal opinions and feelings on record than those of her predecessors. We know she likes horse racing. We know she likes corgis. She spends her summers and Belmore at Belmore and her Christmas at Sandringham. But that is basically it. That is all we really know of the queen. All of her spoken words are written for her. Isn't that something? And so her tight-lipped approach to public life, where did it come from? This royal motto of Queen Elizabeth, never complain, never explain, mm-hmm. that she's held Everything. close to the vest. Right. You know, um, she wouldn't... So it's thought to originate from the 19th century British Prime Minister 
Benjamin Disraeli. For you history buffs, that name will be recognizable to you. And it was adopted (laughs) by Queen Elizabeth's late mother. Queen Victoria. No, that wasn't her... That wasn't her mom. Remember Queen no, Elizabeth, no, was, her father was the, not supposed to be the king. So the Queen Mum. Queen Mum. The right, Queen Mum. Okay, sorry. Um, the Queen Mum adopted it because uh, she they weren't raised to be on the, you know, they were spares. They, they were, were never the, meant. They were the Harrys. Yes, they were the Harrys. So yes. in order to, how are we going to adapt with anything that's contentious? Um, public matters, and we've seen in the crown. There's been lots of contentions throughout Queen Elizabeth's reign. Where I mean, they begged her, you begged have her to, to say get something. involved. Get involved. She did finally with the Princess Diana when she died, but it took her it, a, for a long, long time. time and it week, took a prime minister yep. to convince her to say something. Yes, because it is how it is the royal her royal go to. For anything contentious, right? That's just how she deals, and that's where it came from. Is Benjamin Disraeli and the her mom, the Queen Mom? Right. She adopted it because they were not. They were not. They were not taught to be leaders in the leaderish way, and she be, she came to the throne at such a young yeah, woman yeah. that I would have been scared to say anything because out of ignorance. Right. Right. I think her. I think she was ten when her uncle Edward abdicated the throne, and her dad became king so up until 10 she had a spare magical life yes then at 10 she what... started getting training yeah into her public service mm-hmm. so anyway so that her mom came up with that if they just never complain never explain then they couldn't get into any trouble because right. look at edward all the trouble he got into right. you complaining and explaining yeah. everything and it's then a good he, it's a good motto mm, there you go so anyway i just thought we've never explained that well we i didn't know that i before. didn't know it either like so thank you people that. magazine yes, thank you, and thank, thank you. you tracy borman author of crown and scepter a new history of the british monarchy so you can only imagine um like who does the queen let her hair down with and i guess it would just be the family and philip and her, philip philip probably mm-hmm. the most right because if the crown is to be thought is sort of real yeah they did have some conversations yeah yeah they so did. him and he was her sounding board i that's felt that's like. right she would so, she would have been able to complain and explain yeah. all up and down and all around mm-hmm. And then, you know, the longer you are married together and everything, you know, maybe the less people can hear each other. And so, the you know, it's like, that's the secret. He was, he was also raised he liked, royal. Yes. I mean, he was supposed to be He was supposed to Greece. be king of Greece. Yes. So, so he, he was raised with he that. He was raised yeah. with that. So oh, Julia, different just, sensibilities. Oh, we're just peeking into the royal minds. It's exhausting. Love it. Love All, it. Right. All right. So when we come back. We're going to peek into a new type of noise. It's not pink. It's not yellow. It's not blue. But we're going to figure out what this new thing is. And is this the answer? I like it. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. My talk. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. So we're all familiar with white noise. It's the ocean waves in the background. Mm-hmm. It's birds. It's winds. Remember it's when we were going to do AMSR? AMSR. Yeah. You're making this whispering. Yeah, the plastic. The plastic. The soothing. You know, Julia and I, we were going to do a moment. 
we come up with a yes. There you go. Well, now. <laughs> now what is there? And Graham probably knows this because he's on TikTok. Um, Actually, he, no. I've never heard of brown noise. <laughs> TikTok is showing. It, 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 TikTok people just learned oh, how. That's brown that's noise. Brown noise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Tic- oh, my God, Grant. That's hysterical. People are just having like a like a TikTok wavelength over, you know, how to tie it, put a towel and tuck it in to, twice so that basically you could, you know, kickbox or run away from somebody in your towel. If you just, you know, they don't know how to do that. They didn't. So the young people are. It's basically where a lot of young people are doing stuff that maybe people that have lived longer already know about. Okay, very good. But I didn't know about brown no, noise. No, neither did I. But like, I, I just saw the towel TikTok hack, and I just thought, oh wow, that, that's hysterical. That, yeah. How to wrap a towel on your waist and yeah, like a swan. Yeah, but so you tie it so that yeah. you really could, like, yeah, you could. Run away if you had to in that without the towel fouling off. Of okay, you. that's yeah, I know it. All right, so well, this is different. Yeah, but I know. that's wow. Okay, that's just an example of okay. the two ways TikTok is teaching people stuff. So here's the headline: People are just discovering brown noise, and it's blowing people's mind. And is it's not the fart that he no. just made. No, okay, no, that's no, no. Not, that was so funny. That was a no. joke. Yeah. Okay, brown noise isn't dissimilar to white noise, but it's much deeper. It has a sound of a low roar, Uh say a strong waterfall. And according to Live Science, Mm. which, you know, Mm -hmm. you subscribe to. I do. You were gone, so I read it for you. Unlike white noise, whose spectral density is even throughout all frequencies, brown noise has a spectral density that's inversely proportional to the frequency squared. Um, I'm going to teach a science class okay. and do an equation later if okay. you want to come on and be a tour. Essentially what it means is that its power significantly decreases as its frequency increases. So there is a man named Robert Brown who discovered Brownian motion and it's random particle motion. So Grant has an example of brown noise. Of brown noise. Okay. I have an idea of what I think it sounds like too. After. I was gonna say surf. It sounds like an ultrasound. If it had a an airplane. Oh, all right. You know when you're sitting yeah. on the plane and it's, I've always thought it's it was white a, noise, but it is no, loud brown noise. That's now that a fuller noise than white noise. Yeah, right. That's, that's what more I mean. It's brown noise. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't love falling asleep to that? Well, it's sometimes called red noise, but here's what people are saying is that That if you're wondering, brown noise cured my ADHD. I don't know why. I don't know what happened, but for some reason that's calming to brains that are going. Well, you and I, Julia. I know. I medicated today, though. (laughs) I didn't take my pills like Tuesday. I forgot. And I'm like, oh, Lori, oh, yeah. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Sit and spin. But I play it one more time. I, I like the uh, heaviness of this. Me mm-hmm. too. It's like I'm sleeping on a plane. Yeah. It's just fuller. It is like, and if you are staying at Oceanside and yep. if you yes. have, if there's big that's big and they're crashing 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 and it's almost like a boom yeah mm-hmm. there is something or there's the boom to thunder when there's continuous thunder yeah, i wonder if roll. that's brown noise yeah 
I definitely hear the waves like you're talking about. Yeah. When it's the, if it's the constant, if they're the back thunder. to back the to back. Too no. short, too yeah. short. This is okay. continuous. Continuous. Got I, it. I think so. I think if, it's the plane too. Yeah. I love takeoffs. I fall asleep every time. Same, and it's louder than white noise. It is. Mm-hmm. So brown noise brown people, noise. or turn your white noise up. Yeah, it's white noise just isn't as full. Mm-hmm. It's not like a not a full bodied red wine. Well, anyway, there you go. That's something. I want you to know that if you're thinking Father's Day and you need to buy a gift for your dad, they want experiences. They want to do something with you, a concert ticket with you, a sporting event with you. That's mm-hmm. the number one thing. Mm-hmm. After that, you know, they would like to, you know, a gift card, clothes, tools, a greeting card. But really, dads, like I think a lot of people right now want a shared experience. Yeah, that my sister and I are giving my dad a card and we're saying we hope you enjoyed your Father's Day present three weeks ago in Cabo when we were all there together. <laughs> Because what do you get them? I mean, right. They have everything. Yeah, my dad at this point does have everything. And that was an experience that he did want to do. So we're going to acknowledge that in our card, Julia. Thank you for that idea. Yes, I thought so. I thought so. And what, if you're wondering what your dad's top pet peeve is, what do you think a dad's top pet peeve is? Because it's mine too. Making no effort. Oh, that's a good one. Making no effort whatsoever. Not in general to Father's Day, but just in general, a dad pet peeve. Making no effort. Okay. That would be the one. In the same lane, not picking up after yourself. Okay. And here it's leaving the lights on. Mm, Yes. I go crazy when people come to the cabin and they leave the lights on. I'm like, me too. I Mm. wouldn't. I, I don't know what that is. Well, when you start paying the bill, you start realizing. Yeah. I mean, really, we're talking a half of a half of a half of a cent. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. You but know? I mean, really, it's goofy, but I can't leave my house with the lights on or the TV on or anything on. But be, it's just weird. Maybe yeah. it's just an old school thing. After that, they don't want you to change the channel. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. Don't touch my remote. Yeah. After that, the thermostat. 100%. Which I think most couples isn't have, making have, no effort nowhere on this list. Well, on the dad I list. feel like all these are yeah. efforts. Yeah. Leaving doors open. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is being just a lazy kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And that's and they relate to the father the most. And this was two thousand people were surveyed to Tim Taylor from Home Improvement. Oh, 100 percent. When we grew up, it was Andy Griffith <laughs> from mm. the Andy Griffith Show. Or who is it? No, Father Knows Best. The the I, I don't all, no. Yeah. No. Walk around. You had old parents. I had young you parents, did. so I didn't have the same television role models. Yeah, I that did you have did. old mm-hmm. parents. In case you're wondering, yeah, um, that um, remember when the people were suing the New York Courts of Appeals to say that Happy the element, Elephant should be treated as a human being and oh. as human rights this. Advocates for the non-human rights project. Yeah, yeah, that was going to cause all kinds of legal problems if you start recognizing it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Animals as humans. They, I have to agree with the court's ruling on this one, yeah. Julia. When I put on my, my pretend judge robe, 
I it just it be chaos. It went human rights. Yeah, are reserved for, for humans. humans. That's right. There's That's animal right. rights, yes. but I I was going crazy with that one. I'm yeah. like, oh, do we have to do that? And um, we'll see. The legal system worked. It, it did. It did. Okay. So one other thing is that um, Grant gave me this cute story about this 64 um, year old woman Meg who played plays pickleball and she stopped at a pickleball court in Pittsburgh. Yeah. On her way home, she sees two guys playing singles and a guy sitting on the bench and she goes next to the guy on the bench. Hey, you want to try to take these guys on? So <laughs> she's playing with these guys. They're all NFL football players. Big NFL. Oh, big NFL like football linemen, players. Like linemen, defensive linemen and she's just pretty Kick, miss little, you know. Yeah, she had no idea who they were. No, she had yeah. no idea yeah, and, she, and she sends a picture to like her niece or something and they're do you know who you're playing with? Right. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. That's cute. But yeah. I think that's one of the things about pickleball. It doesn't matter. It's strategy. It's mm. where you place the ball more than how big, how fast. Fast helps. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. more a strategy. So it levels the playing field. Mm-hmm. And they liked playing with Meg. Yeah. Nice. I know. It. I don't know. That's, that's all I got. Right. That's all I got. That's pretty good. Kangaroos. Don't fart or something. What? What? No, I gotta tell you this. Kangaroos don't burp or break wind. No. I can't believe it. Their bodies break down food. In another way? And it's converted to methane. So they don't need to release gas. How about that? I thought methane was gas. That's what I thought too. I thought so too. But they don't burp or fart. Yeah, all right. We're gonna take that with a grain of brown noise. (laughs) (laughs) Check your underwear. All right. We'll be right back. (laughs) Check your underwear. Tell us about the traffic, Grant. Oh, gosh. You guys lead me into traffic with that funny stuff. I love it. There he is. Grant, we can't talk because that music was so loud. We're We're like, like, I don't know where he is. What happened to the... He's been kidnapped somewhere. I was was running into the recording studio to get something ready for tomorrow. My apologies. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I was just saying... That's Camila Cabela, Bam Bam. Bam Bam featuring Ed Sheeran. So... Austin Butler featured heavily on the LoJ page, teaching Jimmy Fallon how um, to bust a move. Feature, featured uh-huh. heavily on the LoJ show. show page. So <laughs> Harry Styles, yeah, Harry Styles also is featured. Featured because I want to know: Is Harry Styles like already considered a movie star because he's a huge, you know, pop star already? Rock star, whatever you want to call him. And he has two movies yes, coming out back to back. I mean, this guy has only been in one movie, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. For a blink. For a blink. And then he had another blink and you miss a minute and something else. But he's going to be in Don't Worry Darling. Olivia Wilde is directing him in that movie. And it's that movie comes out in September. Right. We've, you know, talked about that. I think we've seen a teaser trailer about it. It looks steamy. Florence Pugh. Well, then we get a trailer. I think it might have dropped yesterday. We posted it. It's on yes. the Lojay Show page. Yes. And we posted it today. Oh, good. Okay, today. Okay. So it's a teaser trailer for this movie called My Policeman. And he filmed this in England with Emma Corrin, who plays Diana in The Crown. Yes, Season she does. Four. Yes. And it's a 60-second trailer, okay? And it is based on a book, mm-hmm. and it, it shows... It shows... Harry being a police, like a a Bobby, you know, he looks like a, you know. They wear the funny hats. The the different kind of Mm -hmm. hat. But meeting a girl, like maybe at a boardwalk and them kissing. And then all of a sudden, a walk in the rain with a man. And then like maybe a, I don't know, a warehouse and 
frantic kisses between Harry and this other man, and then the woman slapping Harry in the face. So I mean, it's based in geez. it's based in 1950s England, and mm-hmm. it's a, about a married cop who embarks on a gay affair. And remember, until kind of recently, be, no, be, 1976, I think in England was it was when. They rolled back that it was no longer illegal to be homosexual. Right. I mean, later than than almost everywhere else in the world. Wow, I had no idea. But they got rid of slavery way before we did. But they still had colonists. You know, so I mean, it's all whatever. But uh, yes, it was. This is a period piece. You're correct. And and I was just like, Wow. This kind of, I mean, you know, we, this, saw the, I, I, we knew about this. Though. We, we knew about, about it, but we've not seen a trailer. We didn't right? know what we, you and I did not read this book. I can um, guarantee I can you, guarantee you. Uh, we did not read no. this book. Um, and, and his co-star is David uh, Dawson. And um, yeah, it's based on a book by a guy or gal, Bethan Roberts. My policeman. All we've known is Harry will be flashing his bare bottom. That's all he's told us about this movie. And we've seen we've seen stills at him because they were filming it like yeah, in did. Brighton. Yep. You know. Anyway, it was. I'm. I'm it was it, too much between between Ryan Gosling's Ken yesterday dropping and and then this. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter just lost, and then Beyonce. I mean, it just it lost was a busy his day. Busy, it busy, was a busy, busy. day. I well, mean, do you do you think you call him a movie star? I, I feel like you know this is. Uh, we'll see how he does. We'll see how it does. Now, this movie is going to be. Um, My policeman is an Amazon movie. Oh, okay. In November, and don't worry, Darlene is going to be in um, in theaters, and then I don't know. Do you think so? There was a blind item today on Clean and Bradley. Yeah, and it was that Olivia Wilde bought herself an engagement ring. I don't believe that. All right, fine. I don't believe that. All right, fine. September 23rd is the release date for For Don't Worry, Worry, Darling. Darling. Oh, okay, thank you. Yep. Psychological thriller. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, here's the thing. I think people just want to see Harry making out with everybody. I I would agree. (laughs) Okay. That's why they lost their minds over this. It was just like, whoa. But um, And he's just such an, he's such a uh, gap filler or you know he, yeah. he bridges every gap he takes oh. on everything and he does it beautifully yeah. and guess what no guess limitations i get to my mom's last thursday night she has the better home garden that's right <laughs> I, I was at spilan montage last yes. week and they had the better homes and gardens I and i so read the whole happy article to read the whole Same. article it was so good i was so happy to have a magazine at a hair salon yeah i know it. and my mom and i were la- you know we're like oh this is still a good mate and my mom my only wish and i this is an interesting thing because it does tend to be, you know, I don't know. I, I did explain to my one niece once, I had a bizarre magazine with me, and I said, think of it as Instagram with pages, you know, because I just really love looking at a lot of the ads. I do, and, too. You can, it's bigger. But my mom wishes that, that, she goes, why don't the magazines, why don't they, you know, she wishes the print were a little larger. The font. Well, there's this thing called, yeah. we need to shove a lot on a page. Because my mom said, you cannot read a magazine with a magnifying glass. She's tried. Gosh, I remember when my daddy used to sit with... Uh, Crossword um, puzzles? And- yeah. Oh, dad, you see, remember dad? He'd sit in New Smyrna Beach with his big, big um, magnifying, magnifying glass and read <laughs> the Vusula, Vusula, what's the name of the county? 
Volusia, Volusia County, County Bulletin. Yes, yes. And and the stories he clip out. Now, honey, why don't you use these good news New stories <laughs> on your program? On your program. Yeah. How was the program? The program. Let's, and he cut them out, and he was oh, so excited about the good news stories. I had no good answer for my mom because I said, you know, I don't know about that. You're, I'm Wait. just glad you're still subscribing. Uh, I love a magazine. You know, and... Um, I said you must have been. It's something to see things bigger, Lori. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. not have to blow up the screen. It was a good. It was a good interview. And you can use with Harry. Yeah. And I love that picture of him standing on the post. I oh, should have taken it. It was great. Yeah, he looks so cute. Anyway, it, it was great. All right, did great. you watch your Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and or Dubai last night? I watched Beverly Hills. I'm sick of them. Okay, well, let's... I cannot stand the the <laughs> boring story of. <laughs> Sutton said the wrong thing, and I'm and Crystal and Crystal just saying, oh, oh my god, I can't stand her. That 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 is that it's. <laughs> I'm having high school shades of high school, um, you know, mm-hmm. arguments between groups of girls. It's so ridiculous. The Sutton, it, the Sutton and Crystal thing, it's and ridiculous. Erica is just a big mean bully, and she even said it last night. She's gonna. I give this episode two stars at the most. And the last one thing she said, she's leaning into being a bully. The only thing that was really, you know, I thought uh, um, I, I was intrigued about the Diana being a possible madam and a sex trafficker. <laughs> the, new, the new lady. The new lady. And I was also, uh, you know, my heart broke for Lisa Rinna. Yeah. You know, and her mom. mom. And as much as Lisa has been bugging me the last couple of years, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And no, so she was 94. 94. And I like that they did a little tribute last week to Lois and stuff. So, but otherwise, it, here's the only thing boy. that I'm interested in. And then right they were now. yelling at Sutton about not liking to eat meat, but liking bacon. And they were acting like that was the most um, absurd, absurd, obscene. And, and and how can you be a person who doesn't like meat but likes bacon? I'm like, hello, I'm I'm a person who doesn't like yep. meat but I love bacon. This, Is that a shocking but statement? Let's just talk about to send all your friends in a frenzy. Here's what I like it for: oh boy. the outfits, the yes. hair, the makeup. And I like going to Punta Mita. I, where is that even on the map? Is it on the Baja? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So straight down from LA. Okay. Yeah. It is, but the sunglasses. The hats and Erica, if she's campy or Texas, but she's playing glam and she looked like that. Uh, she looked like that. Did you see what she wore last night and her attitude? Oh, she's a, she's just an awful woman. I do not like her at all. No, but and poor Dorit, she has absolutely nothing going on. She has anxiety. No, but there's she said no story. And now Erica has depression mm. and she's on Lexapro, a low dose, and she does what every psychiatrist says you're not supposed to do on an antidepressant. Yeah. But do you think that Diane Jenkins is like uh, a madam? she's got a she's got a sketchy story. I would agree. She's got a sketchy story. If anyone story. knows anything about Diane. Yeah, Diane. And then why was she crying? I couldn't even figure that out. I couldn't either. Yeah, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. I think it was because her coffee table sex trafficking possible that she spent so much money on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her pet project is Hayden Pantier. Did she say that? That's in like the book. The person? Li- yeah, no, but I the mean, actress? that's... Yes. Well, yeah. She needs to work harder. I don't know. I think Diane might be a one and done. Uh, I think this might be her only. This might raise... I don't know. You might think there's the more curtains. to uncover? Yeah, I do. <gasps> 
She was married to the guy who was the head of Barclays Bank yeah, in, in London. London. And she got paid a ton, a ton of a money. Ton. And um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I don't know if he, like... Uh, it feels sketchy. It feels sketchy. It feels sketchy. But anyway, anyway. And I think the Sutton, or, you know, Crystal thing is really dumb. And, you know, I don't know. I just only gave it two stars. But I did like going to Punta Mita, and I did like those two... Little gossipy mm-hmm. things that happened, and I did I love feel that for you gave Lisa. It two stars. I only give it two stars. Right. And Dubai, Dubai. Thank God for Chanel, I am, and uh, I can't watch it. You can't? No, I can't do it. Oh, Julia, I can't. I, I can't. I'm watching Yellow Jackets. Oh, on well, Showtime. Welcome to the program. I'm, that I'm, was our my winter <laughs> show. Two thirds, and it, we heard earlier what was nominated for the Critics' Choice Awards besides Abbott Elementary. Yellow, Yellow Jackets. Jackets got a lot of noms. Yeah, yeah. For the TV Critics Awards, and I think it's great. Uh, yeah, it's and I, twisted. It is very twisted. Um, Juliette Lewis is the bomb. It's fun to see her again. Yes, because we you haven't know? seen her act in anything. She's so good, and it's um, it's an interesting story technique going back to high school. Now talking yeah. about like a group of women all. I mean, they're Caddy. a Lord of the Flies situation. Yeah. That's what happens, and then. 20 years later, that's such a great storytelling technique. It's great. I, I think we do always like that. Yeah. But We um, like it in our books, too, flipping back and forth. Y- we love it in our books. Yeah, we really do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that show is, yeah, they're all so good in it. Even the, um, you know, Christine Ricci. And oh, sh- she's terrific in that. Oh, she freaks me out. She's so <laughs> well psycho. Said. She is so psycho and so intriguing. good at it. Yeah, very yeah. psycho, but intriguing at the same time. Oh, she's weird. When you just consider how they're tearing it up. Yeah. All, you know, all the actors on that mm-hmm. are really good. All right, listen, good. when we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. Goop's gift guide for Father's Day. I'm very interested in what you, Gwyneth... Uh, feeling pressure right now. Well, just Gwyneth Paltrow has a Father's Day gift guide out there because we had Sarah Rogers on yesterday. Yes. People are... Mall of America gift guide. That's right. We're desperate to... We, now that we know experiences and other things like that, but she's taken Father's Day gift guide. She's also got on there... She's got two vibrating penis rings. That cost over $100 and a $200 that very expensive. penile <laughs> masturbation device. She's trying to Wait, own the sex got. corner. A penile masturbation device. So it's something that a will gentleman do the work could use. for you yes. instead of your hand. <laughs> I wanted to invent that years yeah, ago, remember? I know. I know. Oh, gosh. That's $200. Yeah. I mean, does this, uh, how do you feel about this? Is this just a, a grab for goop publicity? 100%. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, because that's not really, you know. I thought the funniest thing about Goop lately was when Adam Sandler was talking about going to his mother-in-law's, his mother-in-law's mom, so his his wife's grandmother's yeah. hundred and six or hundred and four birthday party, and here she goes. She's trying to blow out. 106 vagina, vagina, Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candles. candles. Oh God, uh, 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 something uh, like that. And I just thought, okay, that's pretty funny. That is funny. I thought that, that was pretty funny. funny. Okay, so the multiple male sex toys on this thing is just a way for like, just let's a, get publicity. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Clickbait. Okay. Uh, Good call. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend Camila Morone is 25 today. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you give it? 
I don't know. I'm surprised. You know, I, I think now we know her. what the fight was about in Malibu when he kissed her forehead. He was telling her she wasn't going to can. Right. And what you said, he's going with the boys. He's going with the boys. We're going to play cards. We're going to go on yachting. And that's the kind of kiss you give your girlfriend or your, when you're letting them down easy, but you're not changing your mind. You They're, give him a forehead kiss. You get the forehead kiss. Yeah. Mm. I think this, I feel like he likes this. I don't know that he's going to dump her right away because that's but, his exp- expiration date with women. Yeah. 25. 25. I think. Yeah. Well, she just turned 25. I know. Yeah, give it a second. Maybe he's realizing what he looks like. (laughs) Does that mean? No. I mean, he doesn't look like the greatest, most fit man, but he has money. Here's what Austin Butler said that Leo Leo told him about making a movie with Boz. He says, Boz is going to keep you off balance, but it's going to pull things out of you you never knew you had inside you. I feel that way working with you every day. <laughs> <laughs> well said. I do. She's pulled things out of me, and I've pulled them out of you, and I'm like, I've, I do. Oh, no. I mean, I can relate to that feeling. Was The Great Gatsby, Boz Lerman? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. My kids love that movie. I couldn't watch it because I hated the first one so much. Oh, my Auntie Marlene and I went to that oh. at Rosedale, and um, she reminded me... She said, yeah, this is not an uplifting it's horrid no, it's story, a, yeah. but she's like, it's a classic. And, and no. she got me to see it in like, um, because it, it was so beautifully Ugh. filmed and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I didn't see the second one. I oh, really, no, I yeah. hated yeah. the original. Yeah. Well, it's never, it's always has the same ending. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. What's her name? Trudy or Mindy? Daisy. Or Daisy. 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 That's it. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> and I think he... Romeo and Juliet, Baz Luhrmann directed Leonardo when he Capio was very young. and Claire Danes. That's right. Oh, yeah. He, he was a young teen about to burst into superstardom with that movie. Oh, and if you really want to watch a good Baz Luhrmann, Australia. Well, he, you know, Australia. that was good advice. Uh, yeah, well, of course it is. For him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about this one? We never really had any weigh-in on this. But do you think this Squid Game reality competition show... Coming uh, on Netflix is a is good healthy. idea, or a t- is healthy is a good idea or a terrible idea. Well, they're going to get eyeballs um, because isn't the prize four million dollars or something? It's an outrageous amount of prize money. Yeah. Um, well, it's and if it's done by the same people that did Squid Game, no, it's not. Oh, it's it's not Netflix. Well, Casey has the outfit. He should apply. Yeah, well, Netflix is bringing us Squid Game, the challenge, a reality competition show. It's a reality show based on a show about a reality show in which they murder Mm. people when they fail children's game. This sounds so swell, right? As a real reality show. And Netflix is, they're doing this show. So it's got nothing to do except that it shares the name. I'm going to reserve my judgment because the concept is weird. It's but, already a reality version has already been done on YouTube. Oh, it has? Yeah. And on top of that, offering the biggest cash prize That's what ever, I'm telling you. It's huge. Is tone deaf when Netflix has laid off all these people? It, it wasn't all these people. It was one department. Tweet. And then they've laid off some more. Netflix. Has- I'm just saying it's a little tone deaf. And it's also English only speakers. And they're trying to bill it as this, you know, worldwide reality well, game show. Well, they'll dub it. In different languages. No, you have to speak English to be cast oh, to on the be show. A contestant. Yes. Oh. That's a tone deaf 
thing right there because mm-hmm. they're advertising it as this worldwide this global thing. This global thing. I don't know. I don't, really, I don't. I don't even have an opinion. Yeah, I don't I, think now is the time to normalize violence of any kind. No. Nope. Fine. That I guess is the biggest Fine. tone deafness of this right. dumb game. There you go. But you know, it just. I don't know. It gave me the. He, I don't know why. We never really talked about it. I. I. Because like we consumed that show like in you know three weeks. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I did it in like a weekend. Okay, but whatever. Yeah. It was really fast. Oh, it, it was, was fast. like you know. It yep. was like. Um, you know, we gorged ourselves on, you know, sometimes mm. these different TV shows. So I always really wonder, like, if, do you remember it? Was it good because you did gorge it, you know? I like gorging sometimes. Sometimes, I yeah. kind of like the doing that. All right, so I have one for you. Okay, fine. This is a headline right now in the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Um, motorcycle hits 144 miles per hour Whoa. near Rochester. Says, quote, I was speeding because it's so hot outside. See, now that makes sense to me because you were trying to cool off. You don't even realize that you're going. I didn't even know that motorcycle could go that it's fast. It's a Crockett Rocket. It's a Crockett Rocket? It's uh, a Crockett Rocket. No, or what oh, is it? Crotch it's a crotch Rocket. Rocket. But I like a Crockett Rocket or whatever your Crockett Rocket. Crockett Rocket. Crockett Rocket. This guy shouldn't be driving. Yeah. He's got That's issues. So he doesn't even have a license, but 144 miles and you get pulled over. I was going fast because it's so hot. You know, that's in, that's clever. It's inventive. That's you what know, I thought. You're going... I thought it was kind of funny. I thought, best excuse we've heard. Do you know, I feel like, well, I guess those things, the way those are shaped and stuff, you wouldn't be, um, they're they're built to go that fast. They're built to go yeah. fast, but that is fast. It was like my Plymouth Laser 6-speed that... Um, was built to go fast. It was built to go fast, Grant. I got it. I got it. Um, it was between... I always thought my dad would always be like a good place to just like put the pedal to the metal sometimes is between like Barnum, mm-hmm. you know, and Sandstone. There's a, that was his thing. Anyway, and I did it, did it, got my car, you know, like 140. Oh, in my Plymouth laser. That thing was so fast. That's fast. Yeah, I know. Cars don't even get that fast because they have governors now. You get to like 100, 203. They, don't even let you get past that, so that's awesome. Yeah, well, this car, flying. this was like 92 when I yeah. got this car. I, it was a divorce car. Ah. I, I went in with it in my minivan to like over 100. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that thing. Yeah. Oh, you power. did love that minivan. <laughs> I love my oh, oh, no. I, it was such a great car. It, it blew up on the way to work one day. Well, you were going 100 in your minivan. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Take a break and we'll be right We're going to get on our crotch rocket. Or what did you call it? Rocket crotch. Uh, I don't know what you call it.